Joe presents Swanee's Cricket Show, together with Rubicon. Welcome to Swanee's Cricket Show here on Joe, together with Rubicon. My name is Nick Wright. This man is Graham Swan, doing the floss, showing off his dancing skills. The music you can hear is from Solid Steel. Swanee, what's happening on the show? It sounds on. very, very familiar to me, mate. We've got all the greatest stuff coming up. We've got the biggest game in cricket, the best game, World Cup, Ashes, the lot. All the stuff from behind the scenes. You're going to love it. I'm loving a bit of this. Awesome, Solid stuff. I'm looking forward to hearing a little bit more of that a little bit later on. Anyway, welcome to the show. I feel like we need to we need to discuss exactly what's going to be happening on these shows because, to be completely honest with you, Swanee, yeah. I don't know what we're going to be talking about because I think that's the beauty of it, mate. It's it's all it's behind the scenes stuff. We're bringing you content that no one else will. Basically, all the biggest names, the biggest games, all my mates. Basically, I'm going to throw under buses and all sorts, and then we're going to learn to play the steel drums as well. When no, you we're say, not doing that bit. Well, you say that. You say that. <laughs> I've got the script, you say that. <laughs> uh, when you say throwing people under the bus, I mean... Oh, it's, just, it's a chance to tell stories, isn't it? I just uh, want to tell a few stories about a few of these people. Not the PR image you see on TV. I'm not going to lie, we did the promo day for this the other day and <laughs> Swanee has got stories for days, so um, I'm sure my producer will be saying, you need to wrap this up. Yeah, oh, it's gone, done, done, up. done. <laughs> yeah, we'll be live with us, I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, each week we have a guest with us um, and we thought, what better way to kick off than with a World Cup winner? Not you. She's Thanks, played mate. 113 times for England, winning the 2009 World Cup. Now a broadcaster. It's Ishigura, everyone! <laughs> Woo! Woo! Ishigura! How you doing, Ish? I'm very well, thank You're you. Well. I'm loving the band. Do you thank guys you. take requests? Yeah, I don't if we know them. Oasis, <laughs> Oasis, bit of Oasis. Yeah, well, let's get you in. <laughs> Maybe we should have agreed it with them before, yeah. before okay. right Next now. Time. Next um, time. It's a little bit off script, but, you know, <laughs> whatever you want. That's, that's what this show is all about. Right, now that I'm in the company of two esteemed cricketers, I really want to... Uh, uh, and two of the best-looking cricketers have played for England, <laughs> let's face it. It's <laughs> <laughs> so harsh on you, though. I think you, I think you love it. Maybe not you. But I wanted to find out <laughs> what really goes on in the mind of a cricketer. So, Isha, I'm going I'm to ask you, on the day of the final, what was going through your mind when you first woke up? To be honest, straight away nerves. Really? Yeah, and butterflies, nerves, but full of anticipation. Absolutely love the day we're playing at the North Sydney Oval. What year is this we're talking? This was back in 2009. 2009, so you were a real whippersnapper at the time as well. Yeah, about back this in the day, yeah, a long time. Bless you. <laughs> no, I've actually got so it. Ish was, was a rapid opening, <laughs> opening bowler, a big hooping away swing at serious pace. Still, is that why you were nervous then? Because you thought I might kill someone. <laughs> That's exactly right. Still bowls slower than Swanee. Well, we're going to see some of <laughs> some of the bowling later on, so you know I'm I'm very much looking it's forward to that. Beautiful bowl, beautiful yeah. action. I feel like you're kind of putting yourself down on purpose just to lead expectations to be below where they should be. No, I'm you. not. I'm not. Okay. Seriously, I, I remember watching that game. You guys played awesome as well, on that. Yeah, I don't think I had a very good game. But really? anyway, why? Yeah. Why? Why? <laughs> why? 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 No, I just was a bit wayward early on. But anyway, it doesn't matter. We won, and I remember in the second innings. We lost a few wickets and I started to get even more nervous because at that point I had to get my pads on. <laughs> We're always in trouble when 
generally when I had to, to give up. Yeah, when I had to bat. So I was in the changing rooms. I was literally locked in there. I did not want to leave the changing rooms. <laughs> so I didn't actually see us score the winning runs. No way. I literally was sat there, like, pads on, going, please don't let me bat, please don't let me bat. And literally... It might have also been the first time that I prayed to God. <laughs> <laughs> that happened to, I'll tell you, World 2020, when we won it, I'm just segueing that. No, in, no, listen, get it in there. In, in Barbados, we were chasing 150. We only lost one wicket. I didn't see any of our batting, because me and Jimmy Anderson were in the changing when we started, and we got 12 off the first over. So, obviously, we were superstitious. <laughs> I didn't leave my spot in the changing we sat there just listening to the roars, and it was about 50 degrees outside. It was about minus five with the aircon in this change room. We were wrapped up in woolly jumpers and everything as we won the T20 World Cup. In my mind, you know, as just a fan, I'm thinking, you're in the zone, you're there, you know, thinking, right, well, it's my turn to step up to the crease, I'm going to do this and that. You're just in the changing room doing yeah. nothing, chilling. <laughs> yeah, we were, like, throwing tennis balls at each other. But then, with about two runs needed, we quickly got dressed and ran out of the dugout, so it looked like we were there all along. Right. So we made sure we were first out So you full, full, full John terry it. Is how full John Terry, massive John terry it. Yeah. Well, yeah. That, that's outrageous. <laughs> I have my Chelsea kit on straight away. I don't have a Chelsea kit, by the way, before anyone thinks I do. Okay. I want to go back to the World Cup, though, for both of you, because you can both get in on this. What's it actually like to play in a World Cup, all the carnival around it? I want to know about that stuff. Yeah, it's uh, it's just a special time. I mean, you've got all the different countries all kind of sending on the same place. You're trying to keep out of each other's way. In 2005, we were all pretty much in the same place in Potchestrom. You, have you trained there? Potchestrom's yeah, an literally. awesome spot. And it's Hello like... to our friends in Potchestrom, <laughs> yeah. We're, we're basically talking like the Milton Keynes of South Africa. Sort of built out of nowhere. Loads no, of roundabouts. Yeah, no one knows anything about it. Okay. Uh, and once you go there, it feels like you can never leave. I love Milton Keynes. I grew up in Toaster, obviously. <laughs> I'm not having a go at Milton Keynes. It's really boring, though. <laughs> love you, Milton Keynes. That's Graham's words, not mine. <laughs> love you, Milton Keynes. No, Potch is... It's just a university, isn't it? It is. Amazing facilities. But it's like student accommodation. So you literally roll out of bed, you walk out your door, and then you're meeting a player from South Africa. So you're trying to, like... Oh, yeah. <laughs> well... That's very different to the Men's World Cup. We didn't pop out of our rooms and bump into the other team members. Well, they were literally on the other side of, of the house, so you had to do your best to try and just, like, avoid eye contact and just, like, keep walking. Because you know what it's like. When you're playing opposition, you're not allowed to talk to them, are you? Not talk supposed to, no. no. You've got to keep the game face on and, like, be in your bubbles. So. Actually, that's quite funny. We used to do that. It's one of the best chirps I've ever heard Jimmy Anderson do. So Mike Hussey, when he plays for Australia... One of the greatest players ever. Almost unflappable. He used to ignore you if you, sl- you sledged him and everything. The Ashes 2010, Jimmy decided he was going to get at him. So, obviously, Mike's one of those. I'm one of his mates from playing county cricket. He'd ignore me. So, all day, I'd just go, all right, mate, how's the wife? How's the kids, mate? And he'd just ignore me. Like, Mike, Huss, Huss, why are you ignoring me? What are you doing this? And so, Jimmy said, no, that's not going to work. I'm going to go off something different. So, he bowled the first ball of the Ashes, played and missed. He went, shot, Dave. He's got the Dave Hussey. Next ball, played hit for Great shot, Dave. Morning, Dave. Did it every day of the Ashes for five and a half weeks. All right, Dave. Shot Dave, what happened for dinner, Dave? Huss ignored him completely at Sydney, so we're winning. He just suddenly flipped turned around and goes, what, what are you talking about? I'm not Dave Hussey, I'm Mike Hussey. <laughs> and Jimmy went, oh, sorry, Dave, <laughs> and just walked off. It was classic. I'm looking forward to, over the course of the series, hearing about more different sledging techniques, because I know this is big yeah. business. But um, we need to turn our attention to the World Cup, of course, the upcoming World Cup. We're all very excited about it. Who's going to win? I think there's only one winner on paper before we go in. The boys in blue. In magnificent baby blue by the looks of it as well. Retro blue. Yeah, it's the the kit that we almost won the World Cup in Australia in 92 against Pakistan. It was based on that. It's a great kit. 
England are going to win. They've got the best team. Before I ask you why they're going to win, I, I just want to find out from you both. Is it a bit weird going into a tournament with England? Because they are quite overwhelming favourites yeah. in this tournament. Is that a bit weird? Because normally it's like a bit of, oh, you know, England let themselves down in the run up to it or, you know, there's something around yeah. it. I think in general, like, English teams struggle to be favourites. But I think with this team, they've just got such a strong squad. It's the best squad we've ever had, mm. isn't it, Swanee? By miles. Literally. And... Oh, Morgan, you know, there was a scare with his finger, but you're still thinking, actually, there is someone that can come in and do a job that he does. It's incredible. Anyone within this group believes that they can win. They're literally 15 match winners yeah. in that side. Um, I'm going to disagree with you a little bit there. I don't think anyone could come in and do the job Owen Morgan does, captaincy-wise. Sorry, as a, as a bat, yeah. bat but wise. maybe not as captain. He's, he's the reason I'm so confident. The yeah. main one, Owen Morgan. Basically, in the last World Cup, when we were in embarrassment, England were, we were so stuck in our ways... Yeah like 1970s cricket, four test opening batsmen. And my mate Alistair Cook said to me, oh, we all know you need four test batsmen out there. You don't really cook, you do you? We got <laughs> smashed by everyone. Morgie basically lived in Baz McClellan's pocket, the New Zealand captain, who mm. was the most forward-thinking, attack-at-all-costs, one-day player. And he's basically copied him. And he's brought that into the English game. Now, these players, each is right, they're the best, they've got 15 match winners because they all believe they can win a game any situation they think anything is possible that is why the pressure I don't think being favourites will bother this lot because they're not they're not like a normal English team well, what about home pressure though you know yeah, obviously I, playing, I, playing I, in front of the, the, the home crowds sometimes it can be a, a benefit but at other times we've seen different teams fall yeah. I think their biggest challenge will be because I strongly believe that they'll get to the semis because it's a league format. It's whoever's the most to. consistent. They will make the semis. I think their biggest challenge will be the semi-finals because they got to the semis of the Champs Trophy and then they were on a surface that maybe they weren't expecting. Cardiff, yeah, they? yeah, Cardiff against Pakistan. It suited Pakistan a little bit more. Um, they faltered under pressure and didn't get through. But, but they, I, didn't, they didn't have a fallback plan there, did they? Mm. They didn't have a B plan. Yeah. The plan B, even. <laughs> B plan, plan B. B, plan, B. Same, but the, same thing. But the same sort of situation at Trent Bridge mm. last week against Pakistan, who were a better Pakistan team than then, Stokesy all of a sudden got sensible. Yeah. I mean, ben Stokes gets sensible. Who'd, who'd thunk it? <laughs> and just realised if we back till the end, they'd win. Yeah. yeah. I think they've learned. We had a similar thing. So we won in 2009 and we came home for the World T20 as favourites. So the semi-final against Australia, we were expected to chase down 12s and over, which then was just like unheard of at the time. And Claire Taylor and Beth Morgan had the most ridiculous partnership to get us over the line, beat Australia. And the key is not playing Australia in the final, I think. Mm. <laughs> you don't want to play Australia in the final. You don't. Well, yeah, they're a bit like Germany, aren't they, in the Football World Cup, Australia. They're you don't fun. want them to do well, but they always do. They're always desperate to beat England as well yeah. because of the rivalry, you know. Um, a big talking point ahead of this is Joffre Archer. Do you think he's the right choice? How big and important is he going to be for the team? Massive. I've seen him for the last couple of years playing around the world. I love how England fast-tracked his qualification. <laughs> because... They bet the rules. <laughs> Go to the home office. <laughs> yeah. Well, it, it, fell in line, it fell in line with all the countries around the world. But, um, yeah, just... It's amazing how much pace he gets from his action. Yeah. Because he doesn't run in, does he? He's no. not, like, speeding in and bam. He's, like, very unassuming. He'll, like, come in and you're just not expecting him to just snap it down there. He's rapid. He's rapid. He is but rapid. He's, he's brilliant at the death as well. He's... Brilliant at top, middle, at death. He can be used anyway. Yeah. I can't believe it's even a talking point whether he should be in or not. If he's able to be picked for your team, every team in the world would go, absolutely. Mm. And there's been this weird thing, very English thing, actually, about saying how unlucky David Willey's been because he's been part of the team to get us there. Yes, of course he has. 
But if you put David Willey and Joffre Archer on a piece of paper and say, who are you going to pick? I think even David Willey would probably pick Joffre Archer <laughs> at the minute. What he's got to do now is make himself the player in four years' time that is undroppable. Potential player of the tournament? It'll be a batsman. It will be a batsman, I think. What, yeah. make, what makes you say that? Because the wickets are going to be so flat. They're going to be so good for batting. Unless it starts banging it down with rain. The ICC do the wickets preparation, you see. So the English groundsmen are told what to prepare. So there won't be little green tinged seamers that England wouldn't want anyway, actually. Yeah. They'll be good wickets. They're tiny grounds. If a bowler gets 10 wickets in this tournament, he's, he's had a, good luck. an unbelievable tournament. Someone will get 1,000 runs new <laughs> They'll get a double hundred every other week. I love it how we've got the bowlers' union here. <laughs> You're both just like, yeah, good luck. Take pressure off yeah. the bowlers. Take pressure off yeah. the definitely, bowlers. Definitely <laughs> if it is a bowler, it'll be a spinner. Because we were both some of the best spinners going, weren't we? <laughs> <laughs> uh, right, well, England might well be a great team. But just how well do they know each other? We got Jason Roy, Johnny Bairstow and Owen Morgan together for a round of teammates. Cleverest. Mark Wood, because no matter what he says... He'll always make you believe it. Uh, I've got Joss Butler. Um, it's the best of a bad bunch. I don't think many of us are as smart within the team, but he's, he's quite clever. Yeah, a lot of credit from the lads, but I've given no one any credit. <laughs> Most valuable. It's got to be. Best footballer. Uh, Chris Wokes, work rate, uh, pure on the ball, can play midfield, and he'll grab you a few goals. Uh, Joss Butler, good touch, uh, plays in the centre of the park. Uh, if he plays well, he can boss it. Yeah, I've got Joss as well. Um, naughty shot on him, a lot of power behind him, and a lot of work rate up and down the park. Um, heavy heat map, so I'm going to go with Joss. Will Graham. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Joss Butler's on fire. Coolest. Uh, I've gone for Chris Wokes, and no matter whether he's in his slops, cricket gear, or, or going out gears for dinner, he always looks pure. He's a cool cat, and he, it's effortless everything he does, so for that reason. Yeah, unanimous votes from all the boys. Um, running into bowl, hair stays perfect, whatever he's doing, it's perfect. Um, extra cover drive, perfect. Best looking. Yeah, I reckon uh, Pudsey gets it for me. Six foot four, strong beard. I've got Wolksey, uh, cool cat, good looking fella as well, absolute rooster. Yeah, I've got Wolksey as well. Love the Brummie accent as well, after Peaky Blinders as well. <laughs> A little bit of Tom Shelby about him, so. Lads, be careful here. <laughs> Worst dressed. <laughs> uh, I've got Tom Curran. Um, oh. Just some outrageous gears that uh, I wouldn't dream to wear, but he likes it. I've got Tom Curran as well. He does wear very expensive, loud clothes that he really likes and they're just a bit strange. I've gone for the skipper. I think wearing a Footjoy golf shoe on a night out will put you up on the list of worst dressed, I think, boss. But you've got your, you got your I Nike shoes now. You've got, got your Nike shoes now. Nike you are shoes. up in your gear a huge yeah. amount. I do like, the into the World Cup. I like going out in golf kit, though. That's... Because you're just prepared for everything. You, you might waterproof. sleep through, Put play the next day, you're still in the same case. And you're in waterproof as well. Just, Ready, just, just in case. Okay, fair enough. Yes, that's Best dancer. Uh, Adil Rashid. The moves don't come out very often, but when they do, um, yeah, he's very, very good. 
Yeah, and people laugh when you say ideal, but he, he is a very good dancer. He's, he's versatile, isn't he? Yeah. He's got a lot of moves up his sleeve. Once he gets going, you can't stop him. <laughs> good stuff. That good is stuff. A I tell you what, I'm, I'm absolutely not having that. That was, that was brilliant, apart from coolest man, when they're all saying Chris Wokes and smirking and laughing. Wokes, he is cool. All is right, and I think, I think they're taking is the mick out of him. He's pure, pure on heat map. So yeah. Heavy heat map. Heavy heat map. But thank you to the boys for doing that. It was brilliant. Who, who was your best mate in the team? Jimmy Anderson, so, Alistair Cook. And, well, I, I mean, I was mates with nearly all the team. But, yeah, Jimmy and Cookie. We, wherever we go around the world... As soon as we get to the ground, I'm the most superstitious. I would go into the dressing room first, like two days before the game, and make sure our kit was in the same place. Uh, I'd have to have a corner, and then Cookie next to me, and then Jimmy next to Cookie. We had to be in that order. So who was next to you on the other side? Well, he uh, also well, says nearly, just... nearly all the team as well, yeah. so I want to know like who you hated. Well, yeah. no, no, I didn't oh, hate him. I... Hate's a strong word. Oh, oh <laughs> hang on. You were going to say something then. <laughs> I think it's well documented, isn't it? Me and Kevin didn't very well. <laughs> okay. But, you know, we change on the opposite sides of the change room. Really? You can get on with everyone, are you? It's like your family, your teammates. Yeah, yeah, totally. Who did you bunk with when you were on tour? Do you mean room with? Yeah, same thing. I was just checking. Same thing. <laughs> Only you would go there, Swanee. <laughs> Who did you room with, Isha? I... Did you have so, a, a constant yeah, room we, or we had to have roommates pretty much throughout my whole career. And I'm sorry to say this, but Claire Taylor, absolute legend... Best player that's ever been for England alongside Charlotte Edwards. Well done. She would go to she would go to bed at nine o'clock. So I literally I'd be sat there watching the telly and she'd just flick the lights off, flick the telly off, and I'd be like was that it? Cool. So she was the best player because she went to bed at nine. I'm going to have to go to bed too. So it's like being in prison when it's like lights <laughs> out. Yeah. Is, is that what it was? Literally, but then wake <laughs> up at 6am in the morning and I'm not a morning person, so yeah, that was a struggle. But this in days pre-iPad and stuff like that, so you couldn't even go and do duvet and watch yeah, anything. Nah. Outrageous. Nah. No iPods, no nah, podcasts to listen nah. to like this one. <laughs> amazing. But, yeah. Who did you room with? We never had rooms. Oh, We always had our own rooms. Um, so the, fir- I know. the first year, 99 was the first time I got picked for England, and I wasn't any no one knew good enough at the time, but I just got picked because I'd had a good game on TV. Fair. That's how it used to be in those days. <laughs> and it was the first time I'd ever had a single room. I was at the uh, the Conrad Hilton in Chelsea Harbour, and I had my own lounge as well as a bedroom. I didn't know such things existed in <laughs> hotels at the time. I was 19. I just remember walking around. I stole so much from that hotel. <laughs> you still you got know, it? Like, you know, like the shampoos and the show. I was taking apples. I was taking <laughs> silver service, the lot. Honestly, my cricket bag, I left most of my pads and gloves there. It was rattling on the way down the stairs. I didn't play in the game, but I cleaned up. I tell you. I'm so sorry, Conrad Hill. That's proper stupid. you a lot of cash. Don't come for us. It's just him. It's just him. Rubicon are happy to cover it all. Malmaison has good stuff. Malmaison does it, though. It says on the thing, the best shampoo you'll ever steal. We don't need to find out about how much stuff you lot have nicked from various hotels. That's all right. You wanted the inside scoop. Cricketers are thieves. Right, OK. Let's try and turn our attention back to the World Cup. We think England are going to win. That's kind of, you know, what's come from the panel. But who else might have a chance? Well, my top four. Top four? About a month ago. Nails look nice-ish. Oh, thanks, <laughs> England, India, Australia, Pakistan. But I've swapped in the West Indies Thank for you. Pakistan. I was going to say, 
Thanks, so I reckon... If the guys are loving that. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm not just saying it because the boys here and they're the coolest guys I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> but I reckon the West Indies are going to be the surprise shock package in this World Why? Cup. Why? Because they've got some of the most dynamic batters in the game at the minute. Andre Russell, Nicholas Poran, people like that, they smash the ball. I mean, and they've just come back from the IPL where they couldn't stop hitting the ball for four and six. Kyron Pollard as well, Chris mm. Gale. They've got an unbelievable team on paper. They beat England in the Caribbean not a long time ago, albeit on wickets that are nothing like they'll play in England. So I think England would be favourites against them. But on their day, they're the team who can beat absolutely anyone. I would not want to play West Indies in the semi-final. I'd play any other team in the world over the West Indies in the Chris semi-final. Chris Gale's last tournament. Yeah. He's got a three-pound bat. Smokes it. He's got a three pound bat and he three doesn't move bat. at all. No, or he doesn't waste any energy in the he, field. He doesn't even take a run either if he's got a chance to do it. He's just oh, like, no, he's, he's been taking a few runs lately. Yeah, yeah I've noticed. He's, he's worked on his fitness. Changed his style. Wow, <laughs> he's boundaries only. So just keep an eye out for the West Indies. Okay. Bangladesh got a chance. I, I'm only asking this because I've got a mate who said to me, when I told him I was doing this podcast, he said to me, You've got to ask about Bangladesh. <laughs> Have they got an outside chance? Well, no, not um, winning it. No, they haven't. They, but they'll they've win, got a they'll chance win of the beating game. England because that's happened in the past. Mm-hmm. What's this? Uh, yes, they beat me when I played. <laughs> yes, apparently three for forty odd wasn't good enough to win the game for my team. No, we did. The same World Cup, we lost to Ireland. We lost to Bangladesh as well. Yeah, it wasn't a good one. But we beat South Africa. But no one remembers that. <laughs> Guys in the band, just quickly, yeah. you, you tip in to win. Oh, Indies, definitely. West Indies. West Indies. Yeah. I feel like that was only going to go one way. Yeah. To be honest. <laughs> <laughs> if it's Canada standing outside, <laughs> I thought I'd ask anyway, but it yeah. was only going to go one way. Who do you reckon? Way. It? Who, who are you going for? I love it how you bring me in. I'm meant to be the impartial host of the of the show. But yeah, but this this is a bit different. The rules are different. It's one this cricket show, so I, I can ask you. True. Who do you think will win? Now? I'm going to go for England. Just just because we're overwhelming favourites. I, I went and checked all the odds earlier, and with all of the bookies, yes. England are yeah. the, the favourites to win. So I did meet one uh, stats guy, actually. Uh-oh. He says if England win, it will be a shock, stats-wise. Really? Yeah, but he says India are the actual favourites, if you go by numbers. I never believed in stats. <laughs> I hate them. <laughs> Always have done. But um, apparently... So all the bookies have gone against stats, which they never normally do. They normally... On him, so maybe there's something in that. But mm, I, I, nah. honestly, I think this English team. One of the main reasons I think they're too stupid to realise how good they or how bad they <laughs> can be. England teams in the past have always thought about it and limited themselves because they had one or two people who went to university <clears throat> in the team. As, as Owen Morgan said, there. They're not the brightest bunch. You're watching and listening to uh, Swanee's Cricket Show right here on Joe Together with Rubicon, of course. We'll be here each week throughout the World Cup and the Ashes, so make sure you join us. But first, here's Chris Lloyd and Carl Frampton with something else. Welcome to TKO here on Joe. We're a podcast and YouTube show. We're with you every Thursday. We have special guests like this man, Fist Bump, and Carl, why is the show so good? Sell it to the public. I'm going to talk about your fist pump more than anything. <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't talk about that kind of thing on air. Uh, what was wrong with the fist pump? So, so it, was, it was a rather feminine it fist pump it, on my head. There you go. You can expect hear, you can feel it. I look forward to surgery. Um, <laughs> so just for, the, for those of you listening, that's the voice of David Hay, of course, uh, former unified cruiserweight champion of the world, former heavyweight champion of the world. That's the sort of quality that you can expect to make up for, cer- certainly my lack of quality. Carl's doing all right, though. I think Carl's doing a good job. I feel like I do my job well. Yeah. You, solid. You're solid, solid yeah. <laughs> What's your fist bump like? Good fist. Oh, um, so that's basically <laughs> what you can look forward to. They're all on YouTube right now. Um, we look forward to you joining us soon. 
Nice one, guys. And remember, the boys are in New York for Anthony Joshua's fight against Andy Ruiz on Come Saturday. On, Be on, sure to check that out. So welcome back to Swanee's Cricket Show here. World Cup winner Isha Gua is with us. Come on, Isha. Come on. <laughs> Solid still here as well. Come on. Give us a blast, guys. You've got something for us. Come on. Beautiful boys. I, I think I think you two should get up and have a go. I can't believe we've not been up there already. Come we, on, come we, on. Let's, we used to take, uh, we used to take steel drum lessons, uh, didn't we? Did you actually? Yeah, no, I, did we right. <laughs> I don't know. Come on, let's let's. Oh, let's are we doing this? Yeah, come on, let's Come on, let's get up. Can I have the big drum? I, I don't think I should get involved. You know, because oh, someone's going to need to teach you. Size obsessed. You're going to need a teacher. So he's going to give a little bit of yeah, little bit of help. So we've got stickers going on. Stickers going on. So we know we're here. So it's purple, orange. Where's my C? He has no idea what he's talking about. Do not listen. I play the guitar. I know. I know my chords. This is not the same. It's still the same notes, though. I can't wait to hear this. Yeah. All right. Right, so we're getting ready. Which, which is basically the same rhythm. So is this like the bass drum? Are we gonna? So you're gonna hold the six like yeah. this, whereby you're yeah. playing cards and card progressions, yeah. as we call it. So this would be G, C, D, C. This is good. Let's, let's get a little bit of soul limbo together. Got it. Go on. This is really good. This is this is better than I thought. This is better than I thought. Come on, Swanee. Come on, Ish. You guys might as well go. We've, we've, we've got, you know. <laughs> I'm giving up. Yeah, come on, come on. Round of applause, everyone. Come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. Teachers, how did they do? Yeah, yeah, not bad Thank at you. all. Not bad. Excellent. Not bad. Excellent. Not bad. Excellent. Don't give up the day job. Right, OK. <laughs> we're, we're available all summer. No way, star. He just told you it'd be good. Told you it'd be good. <laughs> don't so, give up the day see, jobs, guys. Yeah, see, what you but... don't realise is, before we came on, I texted Isha and said, look, there's still drums involved. We've been carnival, haven't we? Yeah. We're down there about two hours. I'm not going to lie. I'm not just saying this. That was surprisingly way better than I thought. I thought it was going to be was terrible. Take like ten minutes, right? Yeah. <laughs> I, I thought, oh, this segment's going to go on forever. Are you surprised? Yeah. Dear, oh dear. Are you surprised? No. Oh, no. Yeah, no. Uh, you knew. No. You knew. He can tell just by looking. See, Isha's got quite a musical link, haven't you? Yeah. Yeah. That's what you didn't know. I have no idea. I, 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 I want to find out. music, Isha did, you see. Okay. Yeah. It's not a weird thing. <laughs> I thought she might help me out here by explaining Sorry. what I'm on about. I feel like we need yes. an explanation. <laughs> My husband is a musician. Okay. Not that I'm anyway Osmosis works. Osmosis works. <laughs> yeah, you. that's why. You lie by him every night, you sit, yeah. you make tea, whatever, you sat there, it just seeps in. <laughs> yeah, it's like um, Swanee's other half is a is a professional shite talker. So I mean, you know, as most as it works. <laughs> now, Nick, oh, no. has, Nick hasn't met my wife Sarah yet, don't know and I swear I to God, you've just made the biggest enemy for <laughs> life. Oh, I've already I, made it, with I, her, but you've just joined me. I think his wife is a classic case of when opposites attract. Ah, okay, yeah. that's what I should have said. Yeah, that's what no, you should I, have I'm said. I'm not having it. My wife is beautiful. Opposites She's not ugly. Attract. Listen, we need to get back on track. 
Right, we're blessed here on Swanee's Cricket Show to have a Batfast machine. Now, each week, we're going to challenge the guests to face a delivery from you. Um, so, I don't know how rusty you are. Have you been... Yeah, I can't bowl <laughs> at all, but... We'll find out in a minute. And, and also, the uh, Batfast boys are going to crank it up and see if um, you guys can face a ball from history. Yes, Or a couple like of balls that. from history. All right? Like Shame on. Maybe. I'm not going to tell you. We're not gonna, you guys are going to have to guess. To That's how we're going to do it. I'm, I'm right. starting to think like, I should have put more than flip-flops on today. We're in the beach, so I dressed accordingly. Right. You didn't tell me about this. Right, here we go. We've got to set up out here. Excuse come, me on, come on, come here on, come on, come on. Yeah. Right, so I think you're bowling first, Swanee, actually. I'm actually bowling. It's not a desk, mate. Oh. That's OK. No, I, I'm getting behind here because, as Swanee said, it's going to be Harrow? Because it's going to spin towards you. Don't worry, I'll be fine here. Now, Ish, I've not bowled for two years. Okay, I haven't batted And my elbow is cooked, so this could hit you, <laughs> any, this could hit you anywhere. Excuse She's me got great form, though, hasn't she? I can't actually see oh, it. Oh, nice. It's pretty oh, dark. Nice. I won't lie to you, I can't <laughs> see him. How many am I bowling? A couple. Okay. <laughs> right, so Swanee... If you can't see it, it makes it much easier for me. <laughs> Oh, lovely. Oh, oh, she smoked it. Smack nearly took out our cameraman. <laughs> Literally nearly in his nuts. I'll tell you what. That was, no, that was unbelievable. That was unbelievable. <laughs> you two need to switch. Did you see that? Yeah. <laughs> nearly took oh, out our cameraman. That's the best cameraman. shot I've ever hit in my life. That was gorgeous. It was really good. Go. Don't deliberately try and hit us, Swanee. Know what you're like, mate. Here we go. Here comes Ish. Oh! That's gone for six. That's straight six. six. Yeah, that's a straight six. <laughs> are, we, are we doing another one? Or no, we... that's me done. <laughs> I think Ish wants to have another go. Ish is going to bowl me a bouncer. Watch. <laughs> no, Come on. Do you want a bouncer? No. Right, I'm going to go down here and have a word with the, uh, the lads from Batfast just to find out what's going on, what's happening, how nice this works. So, um, first and foremost, what are we going to see here? So, we've got the first ball, which is ball of the century. Shame on to Gatti. We're ready to fire up. Okay. I love all this. I saw you guys, like, practising with it. It's uh, pretty amazing. Just explain to me exactly what the machine does. So, as you can see, there's a projector screen, and then behind there is a bowling machine. It's all calibrated, and the software set for the guys at the at Batfest have calibrated it all. So you'll see a runner come up as he would bowl in real life. Uh, a ball will then come out, and we can swing, we can do turn, we can uh, get the pace up to 100 miles an hour right down to 30 miles an hour, so pretty much uh, accessible for anyone, any it's, age. It's amazing. So it can replicate any ball as well. So you, you guys yeah. can go, oh, yeah, that ball from, you know, the Ashes back then, we're going to do that. Yes. That is incredible. Have you got Graham Swan on there at all? Uh, no, we haven't. Yeah, what? anyway, oh, as it sounds funny. No. <laughs> we haven't got your action oh. on, the, on the machine. We can no, we, we can here he comes, look. Well, all I'm saying is that if they don't get me on it, if I don't get to face myself by the end of this show, I'll be devastated. <laughs> well, okay. let's get back down your end. <laughs> We've heard it from the main man himself. Graham, you're up first, all right? Okay. So let's load it up. Cool. So... I love it that it's all done on this. Yeah, so just at the tap of a button, we're ready to go. I'm going right. to do what NASA should okay. have done. So here we go, then. It's cranking it, up. You can hear it. There's a thing oh, spinning inside yeah. there. Look out, everyone. Here we go. Oh, here comes the bowler. Ooh. Oh, lovely. Shot, boy. Like Gat should have done all those years ago. <laughs> <laughs> what happened? <laughs> right, Isha's up. Be careful of your I'm wire. I'm not going to do one of these ones. No, exactly. Right. OK, ball of the century again, yeah? Yeah, volume two. Volume two. Here we go. Shane warns, ball of the century. Oh! oh! <laughs> that, looked, that looked like it might have been out. Where did it get you? That was uh, quite high on the thigh. Uh, Swanee, I think ball number two for you at the back now, <laughs> mate. Here we go. Ball number two for you. 
We're just recalibrating yeah, the machine. Put more spin on it. We're making sure they're everything's... trying to make it more hard as a bat against. No, 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 no. It's all right. I can hear him. I can. None of your business. What's I going know on what down the end? I'm going to reverse sweep it. You're like facing yourself. You shouldn't tell us what you're going to do because then we'll change it. We've got the power. That camera's in a lot of trouble because I'm going to go inside out. I won't. Don't worry. Is it what, expensive? Like each did. Yeah. <laughs> they put a bit more spin on it. Why don't we see what Swanee thinks it is? Oh, that's very interesting. They don't even want to tell me. I don't know what's coming. Who it is? I can't even help you. Here it comes. Was he Macram to Alan Lamb? Yeah. 92 World Cup, you ready? Oh, here we go. Oh, God. Oh, sounds I coming out. It's Uh-oh. just sped up. It's different here we go. I can hear it getting faster. I know. <laughs> I know, it's going to be a beam of this. This is going to be mad. Don't hit me in the face. These teeth I think are this is Akram to Lamb now, OK? 92 oh, World oh, Cup. Oh. It's not, oh, it is Akram as well. Oh, my God. <laughs> no! You could have broken my toe. Who throws his shoe? Was that 1992 Akram? Yes. yes. That was oh, rapid. Wow. That was brilliant. Wow. Bells are off, mate. Exactly. <laughs> I'm happy I managed to jump out of the way of it. I'm honest. That's brilliant. What a great bit of kit. Right then, we're exploring Rubicon's urban Crictionary, uncovering some of the weird and wonderful terminology from the sports swanny. So okay. what we're going to do is I'm going to describe a phrase from cricket whilst you're facing some deliveries okay. from the Batfast machine. We've got six, and you've got to try and answer them as quickly as possible, no right? Problem. Speak okay. to yourself. Here we go. Let's load up the machine. Here it comes. <sighs> Checking for balls. Right, here we go. Uh, a poor bowler, usually of slow to medium pace, whose deliveries are flighted so much as to appear similar... Jimmy Dobler. <laughs> no. Come on. Hot what, yes. There we go. Okay. In a first-class game, a lower-order batsman sent in when the light no, is dimming. Yes, that was an easy one. You got that. You've hit everyone so far, haven't you? Right. The period of a batsman's innings when their score is between 90 and 99. 90s. God, you're nailing this this time. A bowler with limited skill, a delivery that is easy to hit. <laughs> Pie chucker. No, you've already said that one. Dibbly dobbler. <sighs> the term... For a bowling strategy where bounces are aimed at the back of the throat or chin. Chin music. One hey. more. A player who has scored more than 100 runs in any Centurion. Yeah, there we go. Did you just hit someone? There's either the camera or the massive cameraman. Well, you should be deducted all points for that. <laughs> right, six out of six. Nailed it. That's a great over, to be right, honest. Right, Ish. Is that the, in you is that go. Top of the Bloody hell. All yours, Ish. Right. Six out of six, mate. That's not bad. No pressure, Isha. Loads of pressure. No pressure at all. Right, be nice to me. Ready? Here we go. The nickname for the colours worn by the Marlebone Cricket Club. Not to be confused. Egg and bacon. Yay. Nice shot, Isha. Yeah, that Thanks, was a good shot. That was lovely. A bit off balance. It has become the fashion for bowlers who capture five wickets in an innings to say they have taken a... Five for Michelle. Michelle. That too. Very good. She's yeah. good. I feel like we might need a tiebreaker. Uh, the running out of an on-striking batsman who leaves his crease before the bowler has released the ball. Mankad! Mankad! <laughs> we should be banned from the Never game. Do it. Banned do it. from Never the game. The area of the field between deep mid-wicket and wide long-on, so-called because few legitimate shots are aimed at this part of the field, so field is a ready place there. Cow corner. Cow corner. It's been used to here all the time in the East, When an off-spinner bowls a delivery that spins in the opposite direction, it's a... 
Uh, it's a deuce rap. It oh, is come a deuce rap. Get one wrong. Get one wrong. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. The name of a particular bowling delivery used in cricket, generally by a leg spinner, in essence, it is a backspin ball. It's known as a top, top spinner. It's no, a flipper. It's a flipper. Oh. Right. Stop. Stop. Stop <laughs> the game. I don't want to get whacked. I don't want to get whacked. We I need to get out what, here. Though, what we need to have oh. a look at was how Isha was absolutely clubbing it. <laughs> Both of you were, See? to be fair. Well done, both of you. But I'm afraid there can only no, be one no, winner. On. And it's you, Swanee. You're the champion. Yeah. He's probably going to take this as graciously as his mastermind win. Yeah. Well, what I normally do is I don't always let the guest win, but each has given me so much grief about the size of my chin before we came on. I thought... I'm so sorry, cameraman, by the way. I'm fully insured. Um, at least Nick is, and Is will cover it. I love it how you're trying to put it on me. Right, that is all we've got time for. Thank you, Ish, for coming on. Thank it's been you, a Nick. pleasure. Obviously, Graham, you'll be back with us next week where we'll see you I as well. You. Remember, make sure you check out the guys on the TKO podcast. They'll be in New, in New York with Anthony Joshua. Well, Join Josh. them. Uh, hopefully, Joshua gets the win. Come and on, the Josh band in. are going to play us out. Guys, take it away, please. <laughs> You've been listening to Swanee's Cricket Show on Joe, together with Rubicon.